Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. We are going to give you our 2023 season predictions this episode. Fresh off taking an L on the roster. <laughs> you almost spit out your coffee. <laughs> a fresh off another L. Yep. You know, man enough to admit it. You beat me barely. You're consistent. Barely. You're consistent. Mustafer's on the team. Yep. Practice squad. Yeah, so is Delshawn Phillips on the 53, and there's a 53-man <laughs> roster prediction. <laughs> Just saying I wasn't way off. All you right. are this way off. This wasn't the Peter Cons. Nah. for... <laughs> Yeah. Round pick. This yeah. wasn't the who was who's the linebacker I took like fourth overall. It was Miles Jack who just retired. You just retired. I mean, look, it was you weren't far off, right. but that's because you only had one difference for me, and then I was right. You were wrong, but you can continue. I, I wish, In terms of, I wish listeners could see my face. Right <laughs> yeah, and the scale of how wrong you've been, it was pretty minor. So we'll yeah, go with I'll the victory there. I'll yeah. take it. That's a win. We'll yeah. see how it goes on the season predictions. Yeah, spots. we'll see. I think last year you had some bad ones. Yeah, I think I had a couple misses last year, but yep. not this year. You got this year. You going to go ten for ten here? Well, yeah, with we're the not crystal balls. The crystal ball you got kind of waxed it. Basically, what we clear. do on this pod is we look through a bunch of different categories and yep. also some of the players who could have big seasons, and uh, we give you our expectations for how this year is going to play out for this team. You know, from an individual player standpoint, and we could talk team overall, but this is really kind of focused on some of the individual stat lines that we could see from some key players. So I'm sure all the fantasy football players are going to be taking, you know, very detailed notes about everything that we say here today. For sure. For sure. All right. You ready? Let's do it. All right. Let's start with the big guy, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. All right. More passing this year under Ty Munkin, different scheme, more three wide. Right, Mars going to be throwing the ball, airing it out. Mm-hmm. Odell Beckham Jr. even just told Rich Eisen, like, you know, I don't want to give away too much, but we're going to be airing it out. Yeah. So, does Lamar Jackson top four thousand passing yards? We're going to not go six thousand like you said in this press conference. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go more realistic here and go four thousand. Lamar over under. Yeah, I'm actually going. I'm going to go over. Okay. In his career, his career high was back in 2019. He threw for 3,127. Correct. Now, each of the last two years, obviously, he's dealt with injuries that sidelined him for a good portion of the season. So, yep. kind of an incomplete story there. Yeah. We already, as you've said a million times, knocked on the wooden football, so no injuries this year. Yep. So, he's playing all 17. I, I think new offense, more weapons around him than he's ever had. I think he does top 4,000. I think the Ravens are, I think Todd Munkin's going to throw the ball much more he's going to spread the ball around and I just think like all these weapons around Lamar is going to allow him to flourish I expect him you know you can never fully protect predict injuries like mm-hmm. there's an unknown there of course yeah but I think that I do think he'll stay healthier because I do think he's going to run less so he's going to take fewer hits um and I think yeah that, I, mean, I, I wouldn't say that his injuries have been the result of taking hits but okay um they, I mean, the they weren't like years? they weren't big collisions, but like I mean, they were. Hits. He was rolling to his right, and he get, guy kind of got around his ankle. And they weren't on running plays; they were on yeah, passing plays. That, exactly, they that's were on what, passing. That's kind of what I'm saying. Um, but I think that like the the toll that the running takes over the course of a year, I think it's going to be less. Yeah. Um, and so, all of that to say, I think he's going to top four thousand yards. I would agree. Uh, last year, nine players topped four thousand passing yards. Okay. I think you'd have a tough time convincing me that Lamar Jackson can't be in the top basically third of the league in passing this year, given his arm talent, given the weapons he has around him, given what Todd Munkin wants to do. Uh, yeah, I think he's over 4,000. I don't think it's significantly over 4,000, but I think it's over 4,000. Yeah, like, I don't think it's over five. 
I think no. it, I think it's, you know, I think it's in that 4,000 to 4,500 range. I was going to go lower 4,300. I think sure. it's in that range yep. and that would be a really big season. I mean that you're having yeah. a lot of success. Like I know that passing numbers have become inflated with the 17th game and just the way the NFL operates at like 4,000. It's kind of, it's kind of funny. I mean, honestly, for a long time of Joe Flacco's career, that was like the conversation. Are you going to top 4,000? you going to top 4,000? Mm-hmm. And now here we are a decade later nine asking guys. the same questions yeah. um, about it. And there's nine guys who did it last year. I think Lamar will hit it. I think a lot of it comes down to health, but if he stays healthy, I don't see a reason why he wouldn't. Well, what he's going to have to also be careful of, you know, more passing attempts also means means more yards, means more opportunities to turn the ball over. You know, he's going to have to be careful not throwing interceptions this year. Of course. Um, that That's... That's going to be a key. This is all just stats based. This is like living in a fantasy world. The yeah, conversation yeah. that we're having today, it's not really a winning ball games conversation. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think, like, I, I do, we're talking about they're going to air it out and all that. And I think they will throw the ball more than they have in the past. But I do not think that it is going to, uh, the running game, I, I think this Todd Monken still believes in the importance of the running game. 100%. And I do not expect it to be, I don't expect that to be neglected or a forgotten piece of this offense. I still yeah, I think, think it's, it's going to be. Offense. It's a, not I like think a, it's a balance. Right, it's like, a very balanced offense. You would say certainly the Ravens were at the top of the league or very close to it in recent years in rushing attempts. I don't think they're going to be at the top of the league or particularly close in passing attempts. I don't think it's no, it's going to no. do a one eighty. Yeah, I, think just, I don't think so either. They're going to be near the. You know, I mean, a you want a lot of attempts in both that just means you're moving the ball and getting a lot of first downs right mm-hmm. so you know that's you want to be at the top of, in both but i think that it'll be a fairly balanced offense shading towards passing i think it's a 60 40 kind of split mm-hmm. so what do you think about touchdowns well what about rushing yards well okay, let's just stick on passing. passing yeah okay. stick on passing just to complete that conversation his career high was 36 when he won the mvp mm-hmm. in 2019 that's he had 17 he last year 16 the year before. Again, injury shortened season. I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be around 30. Okay, like, what's your number? Uh, 30. You're going at 30. I'm going at 30. I'm going to go 28. Okay, so he had 26 in 2020. Again, 36 and 19, so you're going 28. All right. I'm going I'm more confident. I guess I just have more you know confidence what? in him. Uh, here we go. Here we go. You know what? <laughs> 31. Going 29. Uh, 29. <laughs> <laughs> Price is shaking his head. <laughs> yeah. He's got a hunch. Yeah. 29. All right. That's the number. I think both of those, like, I I mean, again, he had 26 in 2020, and I think they're going to throw the ball more than they did in 2020. Yeah. And so I think part, part of the thing in 19 was, like, they were just, the, the offense was incredibly efficient. Like, that was, like, it wasn't that they were throwing the ball so much. It was just they, they were so efficient. They were and they a had, ton of points. And then when they got in the red zone, they were getting it done through the air a lot. I mean, they were getting it done on the ground as well. But mm-hmm. they, the efficiency was off the charts that year. So it's hard to, like, replicate that level of efficiency. But I think with increased passing attempts and the weapons that are around him, like we already talked about, I think that, I think that he's going to have a lot of passing yards, career high in passing yards, and then hit 30 passing touchdowns this year. Okay. All right. So does he hit a thousand, a thousand rushing yards? That's always been your thing. You've every year you say, yep, he's over. Yeah. I've said that every year. Um, and he's either done it or been on pace to do it. So I think that my predictions there have been uh, quite accurate. Did you, did you get it right? Or did you not? 
Well, right. on pace. Did, did on you get pace. right? You got to go with the on pace well, numbers. Well, Sam Musfer's on pace to be <laughs> yeah. on the 53-man roster at some point this year. Uh, I, I actually <laughs> do think Sam Musfer will be on the 53 at some point this year. <laughs> Which I I like I like Sam I know we're not so <laughs> so last year so last year seven sixty four seven sixty seven in twenty twenty one he hit he topped a thousand in both twenty nineteen and twenty twenty career high twelve hundred uh, and six in twenty nineteen I think he's under a thousand I just think the called called quarterback run game is going to be a much smaller piece of the offense I, that was a that was a bread and butter element of the Greg Roman offense. I don't think it's going to zero, but I think it's going to be much closer to zero than it was previously. I agree under. I've been consistently under. Uh, and for the same reasons that you are, I do think that he's still going to have a fair amount of scramble plays. And I do think that particularly in the red zone, there will still be elements of the called run game. Like I, I'll say this. I don't think the called run game is going away as much as people think it's going away. I think it's definitely what's the measure on what's the measure on how much people think, think it's that, going like away. Lamar's just not going to run anymore. Like Todd Munkin's like not going to call any run plays for him anymore. And I think that's kind of false. Um, I think especially when you're playing eleven personnel and you're spreading them out and you're like he's going to have more opportunities to run. He was running a lot against stacked boxes. Mm-hmm. You know, like more spread out. Watch out for his legs. Now I I, I still think he goes for under a thousand. I don't think he's the Ravens' leading rusher, but I think that I th- still think he's going to be around 700, 700 rushing yards. Well, that, you know that's what he's been each of the last two years, but that's without incomplete good seasons, season. Right. I mean, last year he averaged nine carries a game. The year before, uh, he averaged eleven carries a game. The year before, you're doing some quick math over there. Yeah, you got the abacus out. The year before that, he averaged uh, 10.6 carries per game. So, like, he's been in the 9 to 11, and mm-hmm. then 2019, he was even more than that. So, like, right. I, I think, think he's, he's going like to be the, more, I think... seven-carry range. Yeah, like, I think he's going to be probably career low in average carries. I think that the, the scramble play is not going away. The, the question is, even if he carries the ball less, for reasons that I'm talking about, could he get more yards per carry? Yeah, I think you could get the, more per carry, sure. I think that they, yeah, I think that I, I could see, especially on these scramble plays, like him ripping off 20-yard scramble plays on third down. Like, that is a piece of the offense that is, like, so dynamic and makes him so dangerous that it, that's not going away. So, sure, you could have a higher yards per carry average. But I don't think that's going to offset it and so that he's going to hit 1,000. I, I think yeah. that he's more in the seven 800 range, similar to where you are. So, I, I don't think... Yeah, and and Lamar has made it clear like he wants to get the ball to his running backs. He wants to get the ball to his receivers. Right, and so he 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 doesn't want to be the leading rusher on this team. Well, there is there is uh, yeah there is uh, in Greg Roman's offense, Lamar Jackson was the checkdown. Lamar Jackson running was mm-hmm. the checkdown. It was like if it's not open to your receivers, take off, right? And in Todd Munkin's offense, what we've seen is he has a lot more secondary options to get the ball out of his hands uh, for shorter throws. Take what take what's there, and quite frankly, you have playmakers now who can get yak. The Ravens yeah. just haven't had very 
you know, great yak receivers. I think Rashad Bateman's got that potential, but he's been injured. But now with Zay Flowers, his run after catchability, Odell Beckham still has some of that for sure. You know, Beckham or uh, Bateman hopefully healthy. You know, you definitely have some yak potential. They're going to throw more to the running backs, you know, as check down options and whatnot. So I think that there will be less runs in that regard as well. I agree. Not just called runs. Yeah. Yeah. So we're on the same page there. Yeah. All right. Next. Who leads the Ravens in rushing and what's it look like? I think it's going to be J.K. Dobbins. J.K. said, you know... He, I really liked his answers to some of the questions on podium when mm-hmm. he went up recently, and he's just like, just, just kind of wait and see. Like yeah, he didn't want to say be, too much. He it's going to be like, I got the vibes that he thinks he's in store for a monster season. Monster. Well, J.K. is always a confident guy. He is. So nobody's th- ever going to say, you know, I think we're going to have a bad season. Yeah, and I don't <laughs> think that he believes that. I think that he looks at the way he finished last season on a tear where he was putting up really good numbers, and I think that he's feeling like, all right, I'm going to just I'm build off of that. I'm, health, I'm healthier now than I was at the end of last season. This is an offense that's going to allow me to get the ball probably even more so than I did previously, both on the ground and through the air. You know, the, like the Ravens have never... And, and also, I think that like now that he's another year removed from the injury, I know the Ravens still have Gus Edwards and Justice Hill, but like J.K. has very rarely had like more than 15 K touches a game. It just has not been mm-hmm. something that's happened very often. He's been in like, like 10 to 15 touch a game category, even when in games that he's played and there could be, it wouldn't, sh- it wouldn't shock me if he gets hot and they ride him. And that was one of the points that he made during his press conference. He's like, you know, I, I'm all about the ball getting spread around, but if I'm hot, if I'm hot, keep feeding me. And uh, I think that when does he, JK think he's not hot? Is the question. <laughs> yeah, fair. When does JK be like, you know what? I'm a little cold. <laughs> hey, fair point. Go to somebody else. Fair point. So <laughs> I, I think that he's going to lead the team in rushing, but I actually think it's going to be under a thousand. Okay. I think he's going to be right around. Like I, I think that like you could have a world. I in, think JK tops a thousand. Okay. I think JK tops a thousand. Yeah, I think he's in the. Uh, 1100 range. Okay. And I think that he scores. I think he scores like 10 rushing touchdowns. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a good, I think it's a, I think it's a very good year for him. Now, one thing, you know, it's, it's not just he and Gus. I I do think that Justice Hill has looked really good and earned a role in this backfield offensively. And so he'll get some some carries. You know, Keaton Mitchell is is on IR, so maybe he. You know, if there's an injury, I think he can certainly contribute. But um, they have so much talent at running back that it's it's not just all right. It's J.K. and and you know he's going to be the bell cow, no questions. He's just going to carry the rushing attack. Like it will be spread out some. Mm-hmm. I still think, though, that he gets more of a lion's share than in years past. I, I think that he does start to separate more than it's been almost a 50-50 split with he and Gus. Right. I, I don't think it's 50-50 this year. So then, I, I could see that. So you think he's going, you said 1,200? I said 1,100. 1,100. And so you think, let's just say with Gus then, so if it's less than a 50-50 Gus share. Is, like, Gus, I think, is going to be around 700, 750. Okay. 
So I, I just I'm, I'm you're, doing, you're writing this down. Well, the is, reason, this, is this getting laminated after the pod? The reason I'm doing this <laughs> is because you. Uh, I think you're at, okay, you're adding it up. Okay. The reason I'm Go doing ahead. this is because you're you're doing the classic thing where you're just saying every <laughs> single guy. It's like around draft time, and then all the pundits are talking about the draft, and all of a sudden you got. A hundred first round picks. Every single player is a first round pick, and so that's what you're doing right now. You've got what do you got? You Tell got, me what you got what, over there. You got Lamar at forty three hundred passing yards. You've got no. what did I say? You said forty forty. You said I said between four four thousand and forty five. Yeah, that's, so that's forty three two fifty. <laughs> okay, right. you okay. know how to do division, we'll, buddy. We'll we'll take we'll take fifty four, off that. <laughs> then you got eleven hundred for JK. Then you got yeah. seven hundred for Gus. Yeah. And you got seven hundred rushing. You got seven hundred rushing for uh, for Lamar. You said, sure, yeah. So now we're at sixty seven, sixty seven fifty there, and the which would be great. That would be according yeah. to last What's year. What's wrong with it? That last year, <laughs> there no, there's nothing wrong with it. If you're correct, I'm all I'm, I'm all right. on board. Yeah, I'm on board here. The Chiefs led the league last year. It was seven thousand. Overall yards, so you basically sign me up, which is great. We're in Chiefs territory, which is great. So you're basically predicting well, how many teams? How many teams were at sixty-seven? Uh, what am I at sixty-seven hundred? Yeah, that would be number two. That would be number two. So, and we haven't even gotten to Justice Hill's production <laughs> or anybody else. All so right, I right. might be a little rich. I might be a little rich. All right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, so. I might be a little rich. <laughs> All right. Say Flowers rushing yards. You can have any rushing yards. He'll have a few. Okay. He'll have a few, few hundred. Like 50. <laughs> <laughs> I got to start getting real modest now. Yeah, the exactly. Rest of these predictions. Hey, look. I, everybody who haven't predicted your numbers, I'm sorry in advance because I'm going to have to bring it down. <laughs> I hope you're right. I hope you're right. All right, fine. So, so, you're, so you're cutting off. You're saying JK is 800? <laughs> I think JK is around 800. All right. Yeah. For Lamar, for Lamar, I'm going. Yeah, I'm now you're going to start. You're gonna start I'm d- going d- to 4,000. Okay. We're going to four thousand and one, uh, yeah, four thousand okay. and one passing. You're just yards. gonna keep docking everybody off of that, and then uh, what'd you say? Two thousand for JK? Two thousand? No, I said eleven hundred <laughs> for JK rushing. I can't keep up with your numbers. I just had to do the the quick math on those ones to start off, just to see exactly you, where we're you looking. put Lamar at forty five hundred. Nah, no, 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 no. What'd you say? I said I think he's. I I put. I went below you. I said no. I think he's. Yeah, I said I think that he's in the four thousand to forty three hundred range. I said in that range. Bryson, back it up. Back it up. <laughs> We're going to have to review the tape on this one. I'm correcting that. So, all right. I, I think so. I think JK is around 800. I think that Gus is in that, you know, 700 range. I think that basically JK, Gus, and Lamar, honestly, rushing yards wise, are all in the same vicinity. Can I drop my Lamar rushing oh my numbers? <laughs> I got to start making some corrections here. Let's go for the top. <laughs> It's a racist. Go back in the beginning. We're, we got to do some minkering here. <laughs> I, I think that they're all in the same vicinity. I don't know that, like, I think JK is the leader, but I think that Lamar and Gus are not far behind. That's my guess. All right. I'm sticking with it. I think I think JK tops 1,000. This I, might be the, the hottest take, the biggest difference between you and I. I think JK's over 1,000. I, I hope he is. I hope he is. All right. So, next up. Rush or receiving leaders. Now, this is a tough debate. Really tough. You, it's been a slam dunk in years past. Just me dunking on you. Just We've both just, been had the same just, prediction like the last three years, actually. We both just said, <laughs> Mark Andrews is going to lead the team. dunking on pr- the prediction game? <laughs> yeah. How about that? We've right, said fine. Mark's going to lead the team in receptions, touchdowns, and receiving yards. Yeah. And 
I think we're amending that this year. I think so. So All who right. do you got leading the team in receiving yards? Okay. I'm going to go. <sighs> Odell Beckham. Receiving okay. receiving yards leader this year. Mm-hmm. Is he topping a thousand? No, he's not. I don't think any. Now you're gonna oh just go low, oh and boy. you're like, wait, wait, oh Lamar's boy. got, oh Lamar's oh got, oh boy, wait. I don't think <laughs> I'm gonna stick to it. I don't think I'm gonna stick to it. I don't think any of the Ravens receivers top a thousand. Okay. Okay. Because you're gonna have likely's gonna have you know two hundred, three hundred. Yep. You're getting out your abacus again. Go yeah. ahead. Just do it. Do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to have J.K. Dobbins is going to have some receiving yards. Justice Hill is going to have some receiving yards. Yeah. You know, you got, you have other guys in there. Duvernay, Nelly, right? Like, it's not just the top three receivers mm-hmm. of Odell, Zay, and Bateman. I think Odell and Zay are going to be right in that 900 range. They're yeah. going to be eating up a lot of it. I think... Get your abacus out because we're going to need some quick math on this. Why do you keep saying abacus instead of calculator? <laughs> because you're old. <laughs> and you don't know how to You're operate. older than me. You don't know how to yeah, operate. <laughs> in spirit. No. You're, in, in actual time on earth, yes. But in terms of like in terms of maturity, people. Maturity, yes. Maturity. Who we are I'll take people, maturity. You are so much older than me. <laughs> maturity, I'll agree with. Intelligence, <laughs> I will also agree with. No. <laughs> no. So, all right. So, you've got... Uh, I'm oh, look. I'm going Odell as well in terms of receiving yards. I agree with that. I've struggled with this all throughout the summer in terms of pre- like thinking about this podcast and yeah. who's going to lead the team yeah. in receiving yards because I think it's really difficult. I think that like you can make the case for Zay Flowers. You could still make the case for Mark Andrews. One hundred percent. I think you, but I think 100%. that Zay Flowers. It's like man, like he he just continues to impress, and like I think that yeah. there's real, real, real belief in him. Here's here's the reason that I'm taking Odell is A, I think he's gonna get the ball thrown his way a lot. Same. Like I think he and Lamar have a good connection. I think that he's gonna see a lot of snaps. He's like wide receiver one, right? Even Marlon Humphrey on us in the new podcast mm-hmm. was asked who's wide receiver one. He said OBJ. Yeah. So I think he's gonna get a lot of targets. He's also so he's gonna be kind of the trusted guy third down situations and whatnot right like just a trusted guy to make that play he can also make some big plays still right so like he's gonna have i think some whatever 60 yarders you know like he's gonna have some big plays that's his speed is back yeah it's back i don't know that you know if, if you're getting uh uh you know really measuring against what he was with the giants right like is he going to be that? that right. kind he might of not have the speed that he did MPHs? when he was twenty-three. I don't know. Sure. Right, but like his speed is back. It's good, and so he's going to have big plays. He's going to be have the trusted plays. I think he's going to be a red zone kind of monster too. Mm-hmm. And so I think for that reason, he's a little bit of everything and ends up being the leader. Whereas like you know, Mark doesn't usually have a ton of really big plays, right? Mm -hmm. There's some like contested catches that he'll make like longer contested catches, but there's not a lot of big plays. It's just that he gets fed so much. Yeah, he's volume. He's volume, right? I think that his volume is going to diminish because OBJ is going to take a lot of that volume. I think Zay Flowers is going to get a number of targets in shorter passes, yak opportunities. Like Zay's going to get a lot of that. He's also, Zay in my mind is going to have like some, some crazy games where, He's like nine for a buck fifty, 
you know, like he's going to, ha- there's a big play in there. He's going to have some crazy games and there's going to be some games. I think where that, whatever it's five for 40, mm-hmm. you know, like I think that Odell's going to be more kind of consistently the like six for 80 guy. Yeah. I, I could see that. I, 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 I agree with the way that you're looking at that. And I think that like, I mean, Odell Beckham he, uh, Jr. I think is really, he has been better than I expected coming off the injury. And he practiced pretty much every day throughout training camp. He's really consistent, looked really good, had good bursts, still has great hands. Like everything that I've seen from him has been a positive. So like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I just did 80 times 17 is 1300 yards. <laughs> so and he's now, not going to be every game. He's not going to be an 80 yard guy. Right. And this is all obviously assuming that everybody's healthy. Now Odell looks healthy. He's like practice almost every day. I don't expect him to miss lot, lots of time, but I'm just saying like guys missing time. Yeah. I think, I think Odell, I think Odell leads the team. I think he does top a thousand. I don't think it's by a ton. Mm, okay. I think, it, I think he does top a thousand. He's speaking of Marlon. He said on podium, he thinks Ravens will have two 1000 yard receivers yeah, this year. It's true. And he didn't say which ones. He didn't say which ones. I would say right now, my guess, if 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 that were to happen, it would be Odell and Zay. Those are the I two because Bateman hadn't practiced for that long. Well, and uh, but, I, field, but yeah. beyond beyond what he means, I'm just saying if, if the Ravens oh, have to, for guess. me, okay. it would be Odell and Zay. Bateman has that potential, and hopefully he's ready to go. Though issues week one, um, yeah. and you know, but I think that right now Odell and Zay are the top two in that in that mix for me. Um, and like, but I think Bate, yeah, I, I think mean, I Bateman think is so much around health, so much of it. Yeah, he has that ability. I mean, we all saw that before I mean, the injury. Is, like, is it impossible that if Bateman stays healthy, just as healthy as the other guys, let's say he plays all seventeen, that Bateman leads the rece- team in receiving yards? I, I, I do not think that's out of the realm of possibility at all. I think it's possible, and I think that that's one of the that's a great thing about this offense, and that's why I like yeah. It might be very matchup dependent as to who goes off like each game. It's almost like it's like why I don't play Kansas City Chiefs uh, receivers in fantasy, <laughs> or or like the Patriots. You know mm-hmm. when they were good offensively, like with Brady. Yeah, you just you, you it was anybody's guess who was going to have a game that game mm-hmm. that day. You know, like you couldn't bet on any of them. Yeah, <laughs> and so it, I really think it's kind of a pick your poison situation with the Ravens pass catchers, and it could be matchup dependent. It'll be interesting with Zay. Like I wonder early in the year. Like I think back to Hollywood's rookie season when he had that monster game to open the season, and it was like, whoa, okay, yeah. big production right out of the gate. It would not surprise me if Zay has a game similar to that early in the season where he just oh he, yeah he has a hundred fifty receiving yard two touchdown game. Yep, I could see that. I agree. All right, so we're we gonna. Do you want to put numbers on all those guys? The three receivers. We just kind of kind of did. I, I think. Just I th- give me the quick rundown. I, I think that because we're gonna go back to this at the end of the year. I we think Odell. Hold ourselves accountable. I think Odell is right around a little over a thousand. I think that Zay is more. Wait, wait. Catches touchdowns. Let's see. The, oh, let's, let's get the I rundown. Whole, I gotta do the whole thing. I think that all he's, right, at least at least yards and touchdowns. I, I think that Odell is. I think a, he is a little over a thousand. Under twelve hundred in that range, um, with eight touchdowns. Okay, I mean that'd be a really big season for him. That'd that would be, be a year. that'd be a bounce back year in a huge way. Okay, um, I'm I gonna go. That, I'm, uh, we'll just stick okay. on each guy. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eight hundred fifty for Adele. Nine touches. All right. I think that Zay Flowers is around eight hundred four touchdowns. Eight hundred. Six touchdowns. 
Okay. Bateman. I go <laughs> I go seven hundred six touchdowns. Seven hundred and one. <laughs> Five touchdowns. And then Mark, Mark is here's the we really didn't talk about Mark, <laughs> but just to have a little conversation around Mark, you know, he's talked about kind of finding his role in this offense. And I asked him about this a couple of weeks ago, like now that you're you're in it and you've had tr- most of training camp, what, is, what do you think? Yeah. What do you expect your role to be? And he kind of gave a similar answer to what J.K. said. It was like, I'm very excited. I am very excited about this. And so he feels optimistic about that. I think that, like, I still think that if it's third and eight in the fourth quarter of a game and there's pressure on Lamar's face, he's going to Mark Andrews. I still think that's going to be the case. As much as there's all these weapons around him, like, when it is crunch time, I still think that Mark is going to be the go-to target. I still think that Mark is definitely the guy, like, if a play, you know, the second play, yeah. right, like Lamar flushed ball. out of the pocket, Mark, 100%, still has the best feel with with Lamar. But I do think that Mark, as I said before, just isn't option 1A and B. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, he's also dealing with some kind of injury right now which I don't love going into the season. Uh, you know, John Harbaugh said he expects, expects that he's going to play week one. He said it's no big deal. Or not, not to worry. You know, not to worry. To, yeah. Right. Like, all you out there, don't worry. Yeah. I still don't like it. Yeah. Mark Andrews is a guy that likes to practice. So him missing practice, don't like it. Uh-huh. Um, so Mark's numbers, I'm going to guess he puts up... Oh, man. I'm going to go 800... And seven. That's that's what I had right in that range. Eight hundred. I think that it's. I think Odell leads the team, and it's really a kind of a battle there for the number two in receiving yards between Zay Bateman and Mark. All right. So so I went with Beckham receiving yards leader. You're going with Odell also because you put him over a thousand. Yep. Receptions leader. You're going with. Am I just going with a clean sweep for Odell? OBJ fever. I think I might go the clean sweep. OBJ fever for you. Because I had him at eight touchdowns, I think I said. Yeah. Um. I, th- I think I'm going with the clean sweep for him. I, I think I'll go Odell receiving yards, Mark receptions still, and I'll go Odell touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel bad not having Zay in any of this, to be honest, but I don't know. Yeah. That that is the tough. I think this is that, the toughest year, which is a good problem to have for us. Yes, toughest year by far. Usually, the conversation is very brief on that. We just yes. say like Mark leader across the board. Yeah, exactly. Moving on to the next category. Right. Exactly. All right. Let's take a quick break, and then when we come back. We'll dive into some of the big questions on the defensive side. You're listening to the Lounge Podcast, and we're coming to you from the Seat Geek Studio. Also, we want to give a shout out to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, which is the official sportsbook of the Baltimore Ravens. We have a limited time offer running for you that you don't want to miss. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use the promo code FLOCK and new customers can get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Again, that's the DraftKings Sportsbook and the promo code is FLOCK. You need to be 21 or older and physically present in Maryland to play. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, so defense aside, um, you want to start with sacks? Sure, yeah. Uh, I think this is difficult as well. 
I, I, I don't think it's... To me, I, it didn't take me too long on this one. I, I think it's going to be a Dafa away. Okay. Yeah, he I had think, three last year? Huh? He had three last year? I believe that's correct. Um, I, I think that he takes a, a pretty sizable step forward in year three. I mean, I think it's going to be a fairly even split. I'm not, I don't think that Udafe tops 10, you know, I don't, I don't know that he gets double digits, but I think that he is the leader. I think he's going to play a lot of snaps this year. He's going to get his opportunities. I don't think that's a bad pick. And he's looked good. He's looked really good this summer. Yeah. I don't think that's a bad pick. I think he's going to play a lot. I think that he has made develop. He has developed, but I'm going to go uh, with someone else. I'm going a little bit more on a limb here, I suppose. Wow. Justin Matabike. Okay. He had five and a half last year. Okay. He's in a contract season. I think that he has potential to be a double-digit yeah. guy. No, I, I, you know, I respect that pick. Yeah, I think he has the potential to be a double-digit guy. I don't know if he's going to get there. and if, But he's, gonna, he's playing for a contract. And I think that, like, if he gets seven, eight, nine, ten sacks, well, then ka-ching. Like, that's oh, big dollar sure. signs. For sure. And I think that... That yeah. can be motivating. I think that he has just gotten better every single year. Like that's one of the things I love about Matabike. Like every year he's gotten better. First season one sack. Next year two sacks. Last year five yep. and a half. Yep. Chuck Smith, Doctor Rush has talked him up a lot. Um, and Matabike has talked about Chuck. Oh, and, I think Matabike is in store for a big year. So I we'll just, get to that. Yeah, I think I think Matabike is my. That's not exactly a bad pick. I, I I respect that pick. Mm-hmm. I think that it'll probably be neck and neck with he and, and Oa. You're right. I, I don't think there's going to be one guy that's like. I don't think the Ravens have a 14 sack guy on the team, or even no, a 12 I mean, sack guy on the team. Had that for quite some time. sucks. Yeah, and so I mean, last year Justin Houston led the team with nine and a half. Yeah, and, you know they lost. Calais Campbell was I think tied for second. Like it might be a race to eight sacks to lead the team this year. Yeah, eight or nine. Yeah, like that. That could that be, could the, be case. the case. Yeah, I think it's going to be fairly spread out. I mean, I think Clowney's going to get, you know, a handful, five, six, something like that. Pretty good. Yeah, I mean, if he got five sacks, six sacks, that would be a good year for him. Mm-hmm. I think he certainly can do that. I think Ojabo is in, probably in the same territory. You know, mm-hmm. four, five, six, somewhere in there. Probably more than four. I think he's in the five to seven range. I think range. you would hope for more out of than four. Yeah, I, w- I think he would be in the five to seven range. I think Clowney's going to be in probably the four to six to seven range. Um, you know, Hamilton's going to f- gonna get a couple. Queen's going to get five. I mean, Queen, nice. will be, Queen will be in the five to seven range, I think, too. Uh, Roquan will get some. You know, I mean, like, it's going to be pretty spread out, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's I think that's going to be the case. Yeah, I think it's a bunch of... I, I see it in a similar way. And that's part of the reason that I know there's, like, a lot of hand-wringing right now about the Ravens' pass rush. And I think that it's... John Harbaugh pretty explicitly said, I'm not worried about our pass rush. Uh-huh. And I'm also, like... Look, David Ajabo had... He's... People are concerned about the preseason with him. He had 19 pass rush snaps in the preseason. Like, would I have liked to have seen him dominate out there and and get a couple sacks? Of course. But let's not also, like, overreact to 19 preseason pass rush snaps. No, I'm not overreacting. Right. I mean, like, he's going to get twice that many snaps in a game, in one game. Yeah. Right? And... You get one sack a game. How many does that equal uh, for the <laughs> yeah. season, Garrett? Get your abacus out on yeah. that one, right? I mean, it doesn't take a whole lot yeah, to totally. be an impact pass rusher. Most of the times, you know what happens? You get stoned. Mm-hmm. Or you get some pressure that forces the quarterback to make a you know, a throw he didn't want to make, get him off base, whatever. Like That's a success too, right? Not everything's a sack. And so I, I guess 
should we temper our expectations? Like we were all in OTAs and minicamp and, you know, early training camp and even the joint practices when Ojabo looked really, really good. We were all like super excited about him. You know, should we maybe temper our expectations a little bit from what we, how we were talking before? You know, it was pretty eye-opening for me when I found when I looked it up and the guys played 16 games, period, yeah. between the college and pros so far. 16 games is not a lot. No. Should we should we temper our expectations a little bit based on that? Sure. He's pretty much a rookie in all senses of the word. Mm-hmm. But, like, let's also not swing far too far in the other direction where we're, like, pushing the panic button based off of 19 preseason snaps. Yeah, I'm, I'm not hitting the panic button. I like Ajaba's mindset and makeup. I think that, like, he's hungry. Um, I, I really, I've, I've been impressed with him. And so like, you know, I, I think that, I think that part of it with him is just learning to be a pro, how to hold up during the course of a season and a game. Like he hasn't had to do that. If he plays all 17 games this year. That will be more than he's ever played, you know, in, co- oh, in college, and, sure. you know, in the pros. So I think that, I think that he's, he's sorting through a lot of this, but I still think that by the end of the season, he's got. Yeah, I don't think he's got double digit sacks, and maybe maybe the hype train was rolling a little too downhill early right. on in the offseason program. Right, and people think this guy's going to be a ten sack guy. Maybe he does that, but I think that he's going to be more in the five to seven range. Yeah. All right, I have a couple, a few other categories here for you before we round this thing out. Well, first we should do turnovers before we get to the the other ones. Inter- Marcus Williams interceptions. Marcus yeah, Williams. I know Marcus Williams. Also. Marcus Williams is a stud. What are you What are you putting up for him? Five interceptions. I'm going six. <laughs> I'm going six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> he splits one with somebody. Yeah, they both one. catch they it at the same, same time. time. Exactly. Ian Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Here's the categories. Comeback player of the year. Odell. I think we would both have to say Odell based on our prediction. I just, you know. Now, Bateman would be a, you know, if Bateman has a really big year, he would be a candidate, but he would have to top Odell, who was out of football for a year. Yeah. and I, Odell might be like, have a good case if he has the season that we're predicting he might be the nfl comeback oh, player i think he would be yeah i mean if he puts up the kind of numbers that we're talking about 1200 yards and eight touchdowns like yeah he is he's holding up that comeback player of the year trophy at nfl honors this year yeah that'd be pretty cool. actually won't because he'll be getting ready for the super bowl the next day Ooh, size him up <laughs> size him up prediction pod <laughs> all right uh player who reaches superstar status Okay, so this is somebody that's beyond the breakout. Okay. They've had their breakout. Now this is superstar status. Listeners of the lounge will know I always make fun of you for these categories. Like <laughs> you were doing it on the way up here. You're, you're such like, a curmudgeon. Well, you I just say like deal is. breakout breakout player. All right, so all right, give me yours so I can try to understand. This was well when we were talking about this before, and I said one category I think we should have is who reaches superstar status. You're like, oh, what are you gonna do? Odell Beckham. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> your, you're gonna do Lamar. Go ahead and say Lamar. <laughs> Lamar's gonna be a superstar this year. What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? Why you got to be such a curmudgeon? Lamar, Odell, Roquan. Is Roquan? Are you putting Roquan in that category? I'm putting Justin Matabike. Uh, so you listen to my prediction. I had this already written. Justin it's Tucker? It's on the card. Justin Tucker? Right, it's on the card. <laughs> already written. Matabike is a good one. Would Queen fall into that category? Would that suit your your superstar levels that you've already come in with? I, I It's hard. I, I never know what defines these little categories that you come up with, but like... <laughs> Like Zay Flowers, if he puts up, if he puts up 800, 900 yards and nice. has like these highlight real plays, like he's already right. had in the preseason, right. then yeah, then you're kind of superstar status. 
You can't say that because he's in oh my, my next God. category, oh my which gosh. is breakout player, <laughs> offense, defense, breakout player. How can a rookie not be a breakout player? I'm going Zay Flowers on offense. Also in part because I didn't put him as my leader in any of the receiving categories. So this is where I'm making up for it and showing my Zay Flowers love with breakout player of the year. So, okay. So here's, here's another <laughs> Here's here's a, here's another classic like who do you got? Ka- just, well, here's just, my question. So, like, can Kyle Hamilton be a breakout player? Yeah, because he is my breakout player on oh defense. Oh my gosh, <laughs> he's a first round pick last year, and he played. But he played in the slot. He I, didn't have any picks officially. Sorry mm-hmm. to his mom. Yeah, we know she counts the one. Yeah, I count. That, that would one be too. a breakout player. Yeah, I, like Hamilton, I think is going to be really good. Is is that safety role and like with Marcus? I mean, we're talking up the safeties now. Like, I, I think Marcus is going to lead the team in turnovers. I think the safeties are like under the radar, have like not gotten as much buzz as they deserve. I, I think, think they need. They also need to be excellent. They do. Like, uh, like given that the fact that Marlon Humphrey is working his way back from the foot injury on the other side, yep. you know, whenever he does get back, it's been kind of a revolving door in training camp. Yeah, I yep. think Rocky Seen is going to be good, but like he's he dealt with injuries in camp, so you have basically like. Questions. You have pretty big questions at corner. Yep. And so, one way to alleviate some of those is you got stellar safeties behind them. Yep. And the Ravens need Kyle Hamilton and Marcus Williams to be great. I actually wrote about this in my fifty words or less column. Go check that out if you haven't done so already. It. I think it. Yeah. It's. It goes beyond the safeties. The safeties have to play really well, and especially you know if you're looking at Brandon Stevens or Ronald Darby as the other starting corner opposite Rocky Scene. Even with Rocky Scene, like he missed a lot of training camp. Yeah. Right. If Darby's your starter on the other side, like Marcus Williams as the chief communicator on the back end has to make sure that two guys have who he has not practiced a ton with are on the same page. Yep. That that's all buttoned up. Now I will point to and one thing I wrote about is like looking back to last year, the final three games of the regular season, Marcus Peters was out. Right, I understand Marcus Peters isn't Marlon Humphrey. Uh-huh. Marlon Humphrey is at a different level at this stage of his career. Uh-huh. Right, the Ravens did pretty darn well in those three games from a passing standpoint against two rookie quarterbacks, Desmond Ritter, and um, gosh, who was the last guy? Oh, Kenny Pickett. And they faced Joe Burrow. They mm-hmm. held all of them to like 215 passing yards or less. Mm-hmm. Guess who the first three quarterbacks on this schedule are this year? Yep, two rookie quarterbacks. And Joe Burrow. <laughs> yeah, assuming Joe Burrow plays that game. Assuming, which I think he will. He's think back he will. on the practice field. Yeah. Right? So, uh, it's not an apples-to-apples comparison. The point that I'm making is, like, just because one guy goes out, I think Mike McDonald and the secondary, and, like, in credit to Brandon Stevens, have shown the ability to overcome that loss. Yeah. Right? I actually thought about, speaking of Brandon, I, I thought about Brandon Stevens as a breakout player mm-hmm. um, because he could get that opportunity early in the year to, you know, with if Marlon's sidelined for any portion of time. Um, no. Yeah, I don't think Marlon's going to be out that long. No, but then, yeah. but then I think you know, as we've seen, as injuries happen, corners get, corners can get hurt, and if he plays well, he could play him well himself into a job. Yeah, so he could end up playing. Yeah, I think up, he has that, a lot of playing time. I think he has that potential. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, so, any other categories? Um, player, we're not be, talking about enough, but we should be. Do you want to team? You really want to team me up? I mean, I'll, I can come up with more <laughs> categories. How about the super sleeper? The super <gasps> sleeper. Who's much different, super sleeper? Much different than the sleeper? Super sleeper. This is like conked out. It was uh, drooling on the pillow. Super sleeper. The super sleeper. 
I think it could be Tyler Linderbaum. I, I, I we haven't mentioned Linderbaum, but like he was really good last year. I think he has. Can a first round pick be a super sleeper? I, I, that's the thing. That's a super. That's why I hate your categories. So I hate your categories. <laughs> you you team me up. It wasn't on the call sheet. I do you team me up for another category. I do think that Linderbaum could be a Pro Bowler this year. So breakout superstar status, super sleeper, whatever category you want to put him in. I think he's going to be great this year. <laughs> you just want to talk about Linderbaum. So um, all right, you can. Uh, Always email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. Also head over to the Ravens Press Pass podcast feed. Every press conference will be posted there in its entirety. It's week one. It is week one. So stay tuned. We're going to have a player interview. Patrick Queen coming up later this week. And we're also going to do a full preview of the week one matchup against the Houston Texans. So stay tuned for all of that. Thanks for listening. Talk with you again soon.